It's April 2022. As you know, Russia has invaded Ukraine. As you know, people are buying, whole nations are buying oil and fossil fuels from Russia, funding the enemy's military, killing tens of thousands of people. I'm reading an article from the New York Times. It says, Germany is dependent on Russian gas, oil, and coal. Here's why. With a subtitle, Why Germany Can't Just Pull the Plug on Russian Energy. I'm going to read this article. From the, this is from the perspective of someone who has dropped his energy consumption by a bit, dropped his pollution by a bit, and has found that it improved my life. So when I read people saying it's impossible, when people are being killed by the tens of thousands, you know, there's not some abstract, maybe sometime in the future, sea levels will rise. People are dying right here, right now. If someone put a gun to your head and said, can you lower your energy consumption? You probably could. Why is it not enough when the gun is to someone else's head? I'm not making things up here, as you know. I'm going to start with a story before reading the article. I'm going to read the article and, and tell my thoughts as I get through it. Actually, first an anecdote. A woman was talking about reducing her waste. She told me she had a Keurig coffee machine at home. A lot of people with Keurigs, they're concerned because they use all these little cartridges and they know somewhere you can get aluminum ones that can be reused, but they're not sure how to do it. She said, what can I do about my Keurig? Because I like coffee and I don't know what to do about it. I keep throwing away these plastic cups. And I say, I don't know coffee. I haven't solved everyone's problems. I just try to solve my own. I don't drink coffee, so I don't really know what to do with it. But I can tell you a process that I think will lead to a solution for you. I said, just force yourself not to use it. Here's what's not going to happen. You're not going to die. Here's what will happen. You'll figure it out. Possibly you'll stop drinking coffee. It might be that. Maybe, and I don't really know, but maybe it'll be something involving a French press. She says, oh, you know, a friend of mine bought me a French press and I've been wondering how to get started using it. Here's how not to stop using a Keurig. Keep using it. Here's how to stop. Stop using it. It really is that simple. Constraints breed creativity. If you force yourself not to do something that doesn't, you know, not like breathing, you figure out how to do otherwise. And what happens is when you live by your values, you improve your life. That's what it means to live by your value. Value, evaluate what's good, what's bad. When you live by your values, you improve your life. If people choose, if they say, I'm going to use less oil, you're not going to die. You'll figure things out. But people can't seem to think that way. So let's get into the article. Last year, Russia supplied more than half of the natural gas and about a third of all the oil that Germany burned to heat homes, power factories, and fuel cars, buses, and trucks. Roughly half of Germany's coal imports, which are essential to its steel manufacturing, came from Russia. Russian gas, oil, and coal are embedded in the German economy and way of life. The roots run deep. The first natural gas pipeline connecting what was then West Germany to Siberia was completed in the early 1980s. This is not deep. Cultures go back tens of thousands of years. I looked this up on Wikipedia. On the page of Germany, starting off, it says pre-human ancestors who were present in Germany over 11 million years ago, not 50 years ago, 11 million years ago, are theorized to be among the earliest ones to walk on two legs. Ancient humans were present in Germany at least 600,000 years ago. So don't talk to me about running deep in the early 1980s. Continuing. The legacy of the Cold War can be seen in the energy infrastructure in Germany's east, which remains directly linked to Russia, making it harder to get oil from other providers into that part of the country. Today, those entanglements loom large as European leaders debate. There's no debate. Is it too graphic for me to say, imagine your life was at stake. Would you be able to reduce your use? Of course you could. Other people's lives, I guess, don't count as much. Anyway, as European leaders, back to the article, as European leaders debate, whether energy should be included in more sanctions on Russia amid growing evidence of atrocities committed by Russian troops against Ukrainian civilians. Atrocities. Do, what more do we need? What more do we need? It gets, oh, it gets crazy in a second. 
Officials in Germany, Europe's largest economy, are caught between outrage at Russia's aggression and their continuing need, need, not my word, want, I would say, for the country's essential, not essential, commodities. Staying in the article, here's a quote. It was a mistake that Germany became so heavily dependent on energy imports from Russia. The key part of the problem, when, when someone says, in the U.S., we usually say dependence on foreign oil, or here we might say dependence on Russian oil. Most people think the problem is, they think the key word there is, in the U.S., foreign, or in the case of Germany with Russia, they think the key word in dependence on Russian oil, they think the key word is Russia. It's not. The key word is dependence. It doesn't matter whom you're dependent to if you're dependent because someone will get you in the end. Someone will get you. You have to get off the dependence. The solution is to stop using it. Same thing with if you're dependent on anything that you're addicted to. I've put a link to the article in the notes. I'm also putting a graphic of my ecological footprint, which I went to a site called the Global Footprint Network. I answered their questions for how I lived in 2016, my habits, and in 2018. So 2016, was that's when I took my last flight. And at that time, I was already vegan. And I lived in Manhattan, so I didn't have a car. So two of the main places, and I don't have any kids. So three of the main places where people can drop, where they pollute a lot, is the stuff they provide for their kids, their driving, and what they eat. I couldn't drop those. So any drops that I had were independent of the easiest things for most people, which means if you eat meat, have kids, or drive, it's easier for you to reduce more than I did. So according to this Global Footprint Network, in 2016, when I was still flying, if everybody lived as I did, we would need 4.3 Earths to support that lifestyle. By comparison, the U.S. average was 5.0. So I was a bit below the U.S. average. I flew probably more than most people, but the three things I didn't do. At that time, the world average was 1.7. The world needed 1.7 Earths, so we're already in overshoot. Two years later, after I've reduced my packaged food and a lot of other things, in 2018, if everybody lived as I did, we would need 0.37 Earths, more than a 90% reduction. In two and a half years, maybe, maybe a bit more, uh, under three years, and it improved my life. I believed when I did the things, and I had no plan to do this. I just changed one thing, changed another each time, found it improved my life, more adventure, more culture, saving money, more free time, more connecting with my family. At this point, people usually look for ways that I'm special and can do something that they can't or that they're special and can't do something that I can. And they tell me about single moms in food deserts with three kids and three jobs and they can't handle it. But you know who doesn't tell me that? Was the single mom from a food desert who brought me up. And when I do my workshops up in the Bronx, people are like, oh, now we know how to do it. Thank you for showing us. But if you're like most people that I know, you've probably flown a bit in the past couple of years. You probably drive a bit. You can reduce. And if you want to help people who can't, well, first of all, they're not polluting that much, the people who can't. If you want to help them, stop polluting. Every dollar you spend on sustaining that system impoverishes them. So I'm helping unimpoverish them. I'm helping empower everyone. Anyway, I reduced over 90% in under three years. Nearly anyone can drop 50% in months. That's with just the low-hanging fruit. That's improving their lives. You know, that's by going without the curry. If you haven't tried, and I mean like gun to your head tried, not dilettante, oh, I don't want to give up strawberries in December, I want the plastic packaging. You don't know what you're talking about. If you think I can do it and you can't, and you have not tried like gun to your head tried, like gun to Ukrainian's head tried, you don't know what you're talking about because you can, especially if you're an American. All right, back to the article. It was a mistake that Germany became so heavily dependent on energy imports from Russia, Christian Lindner, Germany's finance minister, said Tuesday, heading into talks with his European Union colleagues in Luxembourg. He indicated that Germany would support a fifth package of sanctions against Russia, including an import ban on Russian coal, announced Tuesday by the European Union's president, Ursula von der Leyen. 
That would be a shift from Berlin's recent insisting that energy sanctions would hurt Germany more than Russia. No, they would not. That is the addiction speaking. They would help. They're thinking that they have to ration stuff. But if the people all chose, let's just say they just reduced a modest 50%, which they could do within months. And I'll tell you why in a second. That would help their lives. How does remaining dependent help? Whose life improves by remaining dependent? People have lived in what is now Germany for millions, well, pre-humans, for millions, humans for hundreds of thousands of years. Back to the article. From the heads of leading chemical and steel companies, here's what gets me, to the makers of gummy bears. Business leaders have warned that without a steady supply of gas, oil, and coal, their production would grind to a halt. Gummy bears? Gummy bears. This is what's preventing us from stopping funding Russia, killing Ukrainians by the tens of thousands. I see what's entering our landfills. Lots of steels. Stop making gummy bears. It would improve the world. It would improve everyone's health. Start using less steel. I walk around Manhattan and I see people throwing out sofas and furniture all the time. Furniture used to be something you bought for a lifetime. We could do that again. Say Germany says, well, our citizens aren't the only ones that we're supplying with the steel. We're supplying cars and so forth to the rest of the world. Okay, the rest of the world can stop too. We who want to stop Russia can stop supplying it still. You don't need to buy that new car, that TV. You don't need to buy an SUV. You can have fewer kids, build fewer buildings. People can move downtown to smaller homes. There's so much could be done to improve your life. And uh, yeah, some of those things like moving, obviously you can't do that overnight. But we can do it. And we could have been doing it long ago. Think of highways going into cities, ruining the quality of life, ruining the air, making people commute for hours and hours. We can start tearing down the roads and stop building new roads, which uses up a lot of steel. Then there's a picture in the article with a caption. It says, natural gas heats German homes and generates power. It's spring. Stop heating homes. Don't start air conditioning. I haven't turned on my air conditioner or heater in years. Now, I get the benefit of, I live in a building, so my ceilings and walls, five of the six sides of my apartment, I share with other people in the building, so I get their warmth or their cool, depending on the season. But I also dress for the season, and everyone can do that. We don't have to wear shorts in the wintertime in our homes. And, and that's trivially simple. And not lowering quality of life or health, it only feels that way if you're so spoiled and never experienced otherwise. Trivially simple. People lived there for tens of thousands, I'm sorry, for hundreds of thousands of years. And I'm not saying going without heating. There are plenty of ways to heat things up without burning fossil fuels. We can do it. It's not hard. Set your mind to it and you can do it. Meanwhile, Ukrainians die by the tens of thousands. Back to the article. Nearly half of all German homes are heated with natural gas, which is also used to generate power in heavy industry. Germany's powerful labor unions in the chemical, mining, and pharmaceutical sectors have warned that serious reduction in gas imports could lead to substantial job losses. These are polluting jobs, what we have to shift if we want to stop lowering Earth's ability to sustain life. These jobs changing would be a shift in the economy, but an improvement. We can do it now, or we can face bigger problems later. I'll hold off here and going into depth about what would you do if you lived back in slavery times, say 1800 England, and you suddenly had the mindset at the time people thought, and, and you can find this all over, people thought slavery was good. Obviously not the slaves, but as far as the culture was concerned, it was natural. It had been in every culture in the world as far as they knew since before recorded history. What would you do if you were back then, say you operated a slave ship, you go to Africa and you're, you're going there to buy humans, as, it, is as awful as it is just to say it. They would do that. Obviously, as you know, take them across to the Americas, sell them there. What if you suddenly got a 21st century mentality and realized, I can't do this anymore? 
Would you just keep doing it? No, you would figure out a way how to stop doing it. You would not just keep doing it because everyone around you were doing it, which is what we're doing now. And if you think that's not a fair comparison, something like 9 million people died last year from breathing air, not in factories, it's just breathing air. It took centuries for the Atlantic slave trade to reach that kind of number that we get in one year, and that's going to increase this year, and, and it's going to keep increasing until we do something to stop it, which is what I'm proposing, which is what I'm doing. So when they start talking about substantial job losses, think of the substantial job losses that when England banned the slave trade, because that happened then too. That's what we wanted to happen. We're glad that that happened. We should have done it earlier, and we should have done this earlier, but now's the, you know, the best time to start was 20 years ago. Second best time is now. I don't want to sound unsympathetic to them, but I am sympathetic to the tens of thousands of people who are dying in Ukraine. Back to the article. A group of economists at the Lipoldina National Academy of Sciences said in a report last month that a short-term stop of Russian gas deliveries would be, quote, manageable if the country could increase its reliance on other energy sources. Increase its reliance? No. How about decreasing reliance? If everyone in the country dropped their consumption by 50%, that's modest. Really, just improving their lives with the simple things. You stop using the Keurig in one area of life, then you figure it out in another area of life and another and so on. If you haven't tried it, try it. That's going to be much more effective than increasing reliance on other energy sources that you're just going to get squeezed again some, some other time. Back to the article. Robert Habeck, Germany's energy minister, is scrambling to do just that, making trips to Qatar and Washington to secure energy partnerships. Great role modeling. We want to reduce our reliance on something, and so we start burning it more and more. How is it that every time there's a problem, we burn fossil fuels. That's the solution. There's a pandemic. We have to make plastic and plastic, all this plastic PPEs. Everything is burning more fossil fuels. You're the energy minister. You could role model by not flying. Back to the article. Already, Germany has to reduce its dependence on gas from Russia by 15%, bringing it down to 40% in the first three months of the year, the energy minister said. But energy leaders have pushed back on imposing sanctions on Russian natural gas. Turning off the taps would cause, quote, irreversible damage. The taps are the definition of irreversible damage. Burning fossil fuels creates irreversible damage. Ah, reversible on the scale of, what, tens of thousands of years, not on one human time scale. They are irreversibly damaging us. Closing the taps stops the damage. Anyway, that was worn by Martin Brudder-Miller, the chief executive of BASF. The BASF, oh my God. This company, look up what this company's done, the pollution that this place causes, the deaths. Anyway, the article continues, the chemical producer based in southwest Germany, making the transition from Russian natural gas to other suppliers or moving to alternative energy sources would require four to five years, not weeks, he said. Not if everyone dropped their use by 50 to 90 percent in two and a half, three years, that's less than four or five years, is not weeks, but in weeks they could drop a lot right away. Maybe if they're not flying around every time they get the chance, like the energy minister does. Continuing the article, do we want to blindly destroy our entire national economy? What we've built up over decades, Mr. Brudermiller said in an interview with the Frankenfurter Alemannia Zitang last week, I think such an experiment would be irresponsible. It's not an experiment. Living by your values improves your life. Not drinking Keurig, you figure out the French press. How not to get off of fossil fuels is keep burning fossil fuels. Flying around does not reduce fossil fuels. Constraints breed creativity. People have lived there for hundreds of thousands of years. We don't need fossil fuels. If you haven't tried and you're sitting there thinking, oh, Josh doesn't know what he's talking about. If you haven't tried, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you are, of course, but I'm pretty confident that you could reduce if you fly, if you drive, if you have kids, if you eat meat, you can reduce a lot. 
But the point again, you will improve your life by doing that. Yes, you will improve your life by doing that. Continuing. Oh, man. Okay, this part. The country's makers of chocolates, snacks, and sweets have also warned that gas shortages would spell doom for their ability to produce high-energy food. First of all, that's not food. That's doof. Look at my posts on doof or my TEDx talk on doof. That's not food. That's doof. People are dying and we're making candy and saying we shouldn't change our economy because of candy, as if gummy bears wasn't enough. Candy. People are dying. The article goes on. I'm about a third of the way through, but it repeats people through a lack of imagination and lack of trying. They believe that what can I do except keep using the Keurig? I guarantee they have the equivalent of the French press and they can stop consuming so much oil and then they don't have to buy so much. And the more that they stop, the more that they'll find it easier to stop more. And I'm talking about you being able to improve your life by cutting back as well too. Improve your life by cutting back. People have lived there for hundreds of thousands of years. They weren't burning fossil fuels almost all of that time. Anyway, so this is me when I'm reading these articles. And I encourage you, I hope that this was encouraging, to give it a shot yourself. I didn't have that many role models when I stopped. The more that I did it, the more I found role models. A lot of why I'm saying this, I hope people don't think that I'm bragging. I hope that people, I mean, because it's really hard to do. But part of why I'm sharing this is when people get clean from an addiction, they share, I've been clean for one month, six months, a year, because they hope and expect that others will say, brother, I've been clean for a little bit longer. You can make it. You can make it. And that's one of the ways that role models have appeared for me is my sharing what's happened. So I hope that either I can be a role model for you if you're looking for role models. If you've been thinking about dropping five or six or 10%, go for 90%. You will like the change. Also, if you've gone farther than me, if you've been clean longer, help me get the next bit because having gone 90%, I want to go 90% down from here. The alternative is to keep supplying Putin with money to invade more and occupy more. This is about as concrete motivation as I can conceive of to get clean from our addictions, from the things that fossil fuels bring that we do not need for health, prosperity, longevity, equality, stability. In fact, that bring the opposite. 